All This podcast is brought to you by All This International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Peter Fishman. Peter is the co-founder and CEO at Mozart Data. Peter, welcome to the show. Thanks. Great to be here. So, Peter, let's start with yourself, please. Um, Could you give us a background of your journey in technology from where you got started, some of the roles you've held along the way, and take us up to today as the founder and CEO at Mozart Data? So, like many people in the data space and technology, I started out as a failed academic. So I did a PhD in economics, doing a lot of applied statistics, and I fell in love with the Bay Area and wanted to stay. And the way to do that was to get a job in tech. Um, Just at that time, there were a number of sort of data roles getting created. And I found my way into the world of startups and have been bouncing around startups for the last 15 years, some really small, some very late stage. And now ultimately, I've started my own. Thank you for that. You touched on it there. You've been in the startup world in the Bay Area for a while now, but you decided to go it alone and launch your own business. So tell us all about Mozart Data, who you are, what you do, mission of the business, and where did the idea come from to to launch yourself? So also like a lot of data tools, this is a startup that's been basically 15 years in the making for me. For basically the entirety of my career, I've been doing data analysis by setting up a data stack that for the most part has looked the same everywhere I go, which is to say you need to move data to a central place. And then with that sort of central data source, you need to clean that data and then clean it some more and then clean it some more and then do a lot of fancy counts and sums on it. Um, This has been my career in a variety of different contexts. I worked in video games. I worked in HR. I worked in social networking. I also spent some time in real estate and cannabis. And now ultimately, I've decided to bring the same stack that I was using at all of those different places and make that available to earlier and earlier stage companies. And what I was seeing was that you know, companies are have been for the last, as long as I can remember, struggling to find great data engineering talent, that the market for data engineers gets thinner and thinner as the sort of premium on their capabilities has increased due to so many companies now trying to leverage data. So what I thought there was an opportunity in is prioritizing the analysis side for a company by making the core sort of infrastructure and data engineering very accessible to all sorts of data savvy operators. So Peter, obviously the concept makes complete sense for anyone listening who's familiar with the increasing demand for data engineering talent and the shortage of supply and and given the specialized nature of the work involved. How did you take it from concept to where you are now? What was the journey like over the first few years of launching the business? Um, What were some of the difficulties you faced early on? And what were some of the milestones that you hit where you felt, okay, this is now something that people are seeing the value and they're using it? To be totally frank, we encounter road bumps and we also encounter victories almost every single month. So in no way have we actually figured this all out, but the sort of evolution 
looks like a collective set of stuff that kind of looks like it's working that ultimately turns into a product that is working for a subset of customers and you need to figure out how to grow that. Our journey was pretty straightforward. Dan and I had built this tooling at a number of different places. And by this tooling, I largely am referring to some combination of extract and load or EL, a variety of tools that help operators do transformation and cleaning and standing up a central cloud data warehouse. So what Mozart data is a collection of all of these things so that an operator can stand up data infrastructure all in under an hour. And the way that we had come to it was not immediately landing on this as the idea, but we really thought about what we would be missing from our past jobs. And what we were missing was not having to do this sort of grunt rote work of setting up the initial data infrastructure. And, you know, I thought that that presented a real opportunity because we had some very strong bets about winners in the space. So we were big fans of Snowflake and we wanted to leverage Snowflake's moment, and we wanted to make Snowflake much more accessible to folks with a lesser technical background. So what we decided to do was add the pieces that make Snowflake usable. So Snowflake's great, but you need to be able to use it and you need to be able to get value out of it. So it's less about, oh, it's a cool technology. And it's more about how do you get people doing analysis quickly and getting them addicted to that capability. Would you describe the difference in environments from a data engineer who's working with a with an organization of any size um, and they're tackling these challenges themselves, pipeline building, transformation to on-prem, to the cloud versus the data environment at Mozart. What's it like to be part of your team and how does it differ? You touched on it briefly there uh, on, on not having to deal with the infrastructure, but give us a look behind the scenes. If I was a data engineer who was interested in the work at Mozart, tell me about what would be some of the other differences that I would notice if I was part of your group. To be direct, we do serve a lot of data engineers. We serve a lot of data analysts. We serve data scientists, but we also do serve operators. So folks that are very data savvy. So for us, using data is very meta. So we use, of course, Mozart data to help us analyze our data. So what that means is that we are a service that helps other companies, typically SMBs, spin up data infrastructure. So companies that are looking to make that jump into a cloud data warehouse, we make that incredibly easy and cost effective for them. So if you're a data engineer, you might say to yourself, geez, this is stuff that, that I can do. And that's actually very true. So none of the work that we do at Mozart, a very talented, large group of data engineers couldn't do themselves. But it's a distraction from more higher value things that those engineering teams can be doing. So what we try to do is a lot of the rote nuisance that a data engineer would face in setting up their data infrastructure, we try to tackle that for you. And then I think the other part of it is not just remove sort of some of the rote work. We develop an expertise dealing with so many different customers in terms of little optimizations that can save you money on your Snowflake bill or maybe make your monthly active rows fewer as a function of knowing kind of which dials to turn in some of the data infrastructure world. And sometimes those dials can be really meaningful that you can run up a massive bill doing processes that are not all that valuable to you. 
You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. Peter, we were talking off air about some of the great examples of customers coming to Mozart for this specialized help working with the data teams who are on site there, the impact they can have just in accelerating the project, bringing in that expertise. Is there a recent example or a customer journey that you could share with us, which would demonstrate what it's like for them on the other side using Mozart and how impactful it could be? Well, we're certainly really proud of some of our earliest customers. So our earliest customers like Tempo and Zeppelin and Modern Treasury, who we've seen grow into such powerful names in tech. And I'd like to say there's a hint of causality that comes from Mozart, but really it's about how great those teams are and great teams sometimes select great tools. So it's like Tempo is a great example. So Tempo is a a home workout application. And, and of course, there have been a number of major accelerants in the last two years to that business. One, obviously the pandemic, but two, they, they hired a large, very capable data organization that would then be consuming more and more data. So they started very small with small data sets that were really critical to their business decisions. And they've subsequently not only like had their customer base grow, not only had their internal user base grow, but you know, had a variety of different data sources also grow. So they've really experienced an exponential increase. And we've been really amazed to see that team and all they've accomplished on our platform. But in terms of more recent examples, we really are focused on operators that are trying to automate some of the very busy work that they themselves do day in, day out. We've been most recently working with a company called Tube Science. They help companies with a number of different dimensions of their advertising. And one of the things that's universal about TubeScience is that they are uh, working with advertising platforms that so many folks use in consumer and B2B. And the ability to spin up core reporting from those platforms and aggregate that in a central place so that you're not going to individual platforms to see what's happening, but rather having that reporting done in one spot, that's been really valuable. And then it's just great to see a smile on an operator's face when they're able to get something going really quickly. Staying on the topic of the team and an opportunity, obviously, like any startups, the, the first few years are critical for the success or failure of the business. But once you've found that there's a demand for your services in the market, you can then invest in growth. And I know Mozart recently celebrated a, a, a recent round of funding. So with that funding, with that cash injection, you expect to grow the group to, to increase the service opportunities. What sort of positions will be available in the coming months at Mozart? Speaking to an audience of data and AI professionals, what opportunities will there be for somebody to potentially join and help you along this journey? Sure. So, I mean, obviously, like any tech company, we're always looking for very talented backend engineers that end up figuring out different technique to scale the business and scale the company. But on top of it, on the technical side, we're looking for folks that can take a solution and figure out how to not do it for one company, but to do it for maybe hundreds. A lot of the data challenges, while the context changes and while certain sub-definitions change, the answers that companies are looking for and that are core to how they operate 
tend to be a lot more consistent than you think. Now, there's a lot of data cleanup that goes into that. The types of hearing talent, the types of data talent that we love are people that are pragmatists first. So they they realize that so much of uh, advanced data work starts with a real tolerance and ability to clean data and understand sort of the relationship between variables and understand the business. But beyond that, to be able to think in terms of scale is ultimately what makes a technologist valuable. So a technologist is somebody, in my mind, that does a problem that can be repetitively done over and over again at a trivial cost, but something that sums to something big, but rather solves that one time and then makes it makes it basically costless in a go-forward way. And lastly, Peter, when you're speaking to engineers about the work at Mozart, the environment, what makes it unique, what makes it interesting, what is it that you th- you say to candidates that has got them interested enough to join Mozart over some of the other great opportunities available to them? So I do think it's very size dependent. I think you mentioned that we recently raised Series A, which is a certain part of the life cycle, right? That we're just surpassed 20 people. And that's a very different team than one that's 50. And that's a very different team than one that's five. So I think we are at a really special inflection point at the company, which is we're well capitalized. We have the sort of tinder of real product market fit, as in many of our customers deeply love the partnership that we have together. So I think it's about sort of folks that can really transition from a very nimble five-person engineering team to one that's starting to get more of a scale mentality, but still has the hack day mentality, still has the speed and still is willing to put out products at a really rapid pace. Peter, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Great to learn about a different approach to data engineering. And as someone who speaks to data engineers all day, every day, speaks to data teams, I know how challenging the work can be and ever-increasing demand. So it's great to, to hear about standalone services such as Mozart. Congrats on the recent funding. And we wish you, the team, and everyone at Mozart the best of luck in the months and years to come. And we look forward to having you back on the show soon. Really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.